Hold on, I'll open it for you. That's okay, you made it easy for me. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's said If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay Hi there, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and a lot of culture and food flying around right now in this in the studio. So, uh, so duck, but enjoy yourself. I have some guests with me today. Uh, Carol Stepanchuk is with the Center for Chinese Studies at the U of M and with the Stearns Collection at the University. She's written several books on Chinese culture with cool titles like Mooncakes and Hungry Ghosts. Hi there. Hey there. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> Amy C2 is with the Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor. She's hosted radio shows on Chinese culture in the area. Also a co-founder of the annual Pandora's Lunchbox Chinese New Year special. Wow. Ah. Yeah, so how are you doing, Amy? Fine. I'm so glad to be here again. Okay. Also, I represent AAUW Ann Arbor Branch today. Oh, okay. Uh, could you stand a little closer to the mic and tell us what that is? AAUW stands for American Association of University of Women. It's a national organization, and this Ann Arbor branch is a thriving branch. We have more than 300 members. We uh, promote education for women and girls with scholarship, and also we promote diversity, and that's why I'm here. Very good. Well, we're talking about Chinese New Year now. The actual Chinese New Year Day was Monday, but today is the fourth day of the Chinese New Year celebrations, which go on for 15 days, right? Yes, and uh, Carol, uh, one of her books actually tells what we do on the fourth day of the new year. Oh, on the fourth day. Actually, days one to five. Uh, at the beginning of the new year, we worship t uh, traditionally the god of wealth. It's a good thing. Good way to start. There you go. Oh, we need that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially right now. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, married women, go go home. This is a chance to visit the, the old family. Uh, people sweep houses to send off poverty. Mm. Useful. Mm. Uh, and everyone keeps an open house for visiting friends and relatives, kind of like us being here tonight. Right, there you go. And, oh, oh, most importantly, the temple astrologers predict the future. And this oh, happens wow. to be Year of the Ox. Year of the Ox, yeah. Our president is in Year of the Ox. Uh, uh, so we can kind of expect that everyone will plod through the year. Sure-footedly? Sure let's, let's work that a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever the oxen do. And, and uh, so actually, financially, what I heard, it should, it should be a good year. Ooh, Slow improvement. We need that. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll see what, what happens. Yeah, we okay. could use a sure-footed year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and we can, it's definitely thinking about wealth will definitely help a lot of things. Yeah. And food, as a matter of fact. And I've also noticed that we're coming up on the fifth day of the year of the New Year tomorrow, which I see is now uh, in northern China, people eat a kind of food that I think you may have served to me before, Amy. Is it jiaozi? Oh, okay. I think jiaozi is served uh, any day because it, oh, okay. all year it's round. a symbol of gold ingots. So we need uh, gold <laughs> anytime. 
Right. But there is that. When, whenever people get together, it's a fun dish to make yeah, with it's a large dumpling. groups. Yeah. Right. Uh, it can be steamed. It can be boiled. And you can hide things in the dumpling, right? Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. You, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, you could hide, hide a coin. Oh. The, the problem is not swallowing these oh. items. As in, Sounds and English so Whoever gets the coin, <laughs> right, then, then you, you have great wealth. Yeah. Uh, so English also, also put a, a coin in in their cake too for Christmas. Right, exactly. Oh, the the figgy pudding or just a, a particular cake? Oh, figgy pudding. Oh, Christmas cake, I think. I don't a danga. Know. I don't know. We're talking uh, about Chinese culture here. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think it's, we took a detour. Anything works. <laughs> yes, that's right. Got to okay. try to ride this glider. We're, we're kind of gliding over. Okay, we're back. In, we're back in China. We're back over China. Yes. Should, so we we brought a, a food today you that did. that actually uh, is consumed before the new year starts, and it's a vegetarian dish. It's a Buddhist porridge, kind of like um, you said, figgy pudding. Figgy pudding. Um, it's more <laughs> or like, a treasure. More like a kanji. Yes, mm-hmm. more like a plum pudding in yeah. taste. Um, okay. Or Amy, I'm gonna let you do the right tones for this. Laba or laba jo. Laba jo. And I would like to take this opportunity to thank Wei Yang, Miss Wei Yang, who works at the uh, School of Medicine, medical school here, and she prepared the laba jo today. So uh, I want to thank her. Oh, absolutely. That's going to be a taste treat. But I was going to give you a little background on what it is, what this porridge is. So, so uh, it's a it's a wonderful winter dish to have, and it's made uh, with grains, millet and maize, beans and barley, um, rice, jujube, lotus seeds, um, peanuts, peanuts. What else? When uh, uh, mung beans, mung beans, red beans, and uh, dry. Dragon uh, eye, long yen. Oh, dragon right. eye. Dragon right. eye. Yeah, right. Which we'll consume in momentarily. Right. And and what it's supposed to recreate, so all these um, items, the fruits and the nuts and the grains, are supposed to be the sorts of items that Buddha, Shakyamuni, would have had, would have consumed uh, in his wanderings. And, uh, uh, and laba, so it means la is together. And ba means eight. And you might think it means eight ingredients intermingling together, but it doesn't actually. I think or another context for it is la means together. Uh, but if you liken um, Buddha to Christ and sort of this austere uh, lifestyle and a wandering teacher, you can look at the eating of the la ba as a kind of Eucharist that people eat. Together. Oh, I didn't know that because I thought that uh, shows what when he was begging for alms. That, that's what people throw in his bowl, right? And put and, together to cook it. And yeah, and then oh, la uh, for me means um, the twelfth month. Yeah, oh, the la, yeah, that la, la too, yeah. and then the ba. So the ba is. Don't you love this back and forth? I mean, oh, it yeah, can mean is, all sorts of things. This we is can, it. Wow, this we're, we're amplifying this too. This is yeah. excellent. Yeah, this is yeah. what we do. And we actually <laughs> have more than eight. Sometimes you know, you, well, you don't. Right. Yeah. you don't really count. But but the eighth. Now the eight. I thought meant it was the um, eighth day of the twelfth lunar month right. that mm-hmm. Buddha achieved enlightenment, and after eating hmm. the laba. Okay. So, Right. And now, Maybe our wits will be sharpened after we eat it, it yes. at the very least. Yeah. And uh, now eight is also a lucky number. Is there any right. connection oh, to that? Strike it rich is, is pronounced as fa. So 
it rhymes with ba, the <laughs> number eight. So the number eight is lucky. Oh, yeah, fa and ba. So I was told that in California, where there are a lot of Chinese Americans live, um, the uh, developers make sure all the addresses have eight in it, a telephone oh. numbers have oh, wow. eight in it, <laughs> and so everybody will be happy. But remember what I told you the other day, too. When you text 88, what, it means ba-ba. Which means bye bye. Oh, so if you text oh, wow. message eight eight, oh, I'm not up to date. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So you have some other thoughts, uh, Amy? Well, I thought that people always talk about how, um, how to eat it, but actually, how to make it is uh, this is a, a ah. way Yang's um, a recipe. How to make laba? Yeah, you put all the ingredients, rinse it, and then put it in a slow cooker, and then you boil six cups of water separately and then put it in the uh, slow cooker hmm. and so it's not start with cold water the hot water mm. first and then you can slow cook for three four hours and what she uh, does it is she leaves it on around 11 p.m. in the uh, in the evening and in the morning breakfast, breakfast. Oh, oh wow perfect, perfect. so it's uh, a soup but it's a sweet soup. Now, yeah. yes. we're going to eat this. We're going so you listeners can eat it along with us. Yes, of using course. your your uh, virtual spoons. <laughs> uh, but so this is a breakfast, and it and can you go over again what the ingredients are? I just want to hear it. I just want to mentally hear it. Do you want me to read the ingredients? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. I just like saying the M words and the B words, millet and maize and beans and barley. But yeah. we also have um, ooh brown rice, mung beans, edzuki bean. Sweet dark rice, peanut, uh, lotus root seeds, um, and the lungan, and what did I miss? Uh, let's see, the dates, chestnut meat, walnut meat, almonds, um, ooh, peas, uh, oh, sorghum, I'm sure, right, and we're getting another, another ingredient. Wow, lots of ingredients. Oh, <laughs> right. Job's Tears. Job's Tears? I'm not sure what no. that is okay. exactly. Okay. We're, we're going to, but I we're sort learning. of, we're learning to. Okay. Uh, water caltrop, um, which comes from, from lotus. water. Right, yeah. from lotus. I thought, no, it's a different plant. It's a different plant. kind of lotus. Exactly. Wow. Um, and it's lotus is really good. Caltrop, Go ahead. Caltrop, actually, to Americans or to English speakers, is, an, uh, is a weapon, but the fruit happens yeah. to be in that shape. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. And then, um, ooh, slivers of dried tangerine peel. Ooh. And, I like um, the sound of that. Melon seeds. Oh, pine nuts. Yeah. Oh, you can throw yeah, in all kinds of preserved fruit. Oh, okay. Peach, apricot, yeah. apple, um, peach kernels. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Any see. of these things can go in La Ba. Yeah. In other words, you can throw just about anything into it, Yeah, but it should be. I would like to uh, throw in another idea. Uh, there's a recent book called Food Matters by Mark Bittman. And what he was saying in one book is uh, to tell us not to eat too much and uh, eat mostly plants. Apparently, um, Chinese have been practicing that all these years, thousands mm -hmm. of years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And Laba is, I guess, all vegetarian. I mean, yes. you've named that, many, 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 many ingredients. Right. Yes, all vegetarian. All that's, vegetarian. That's the key ingredient. That's right. And you don't have to be Buddhist to eat it. Right. Right. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And are there, are there significance to some of the individual ingredients that are in Laba? Well, well uh, jujube, jujube is red, and then people don't usually think about that. But jujube sounds like zao or zaozi in Chinese. Right. So it's like one way to wish you to have early baby sons. Zaozi. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're eating the jujube, and then you're wishing that you're going to have a baby boy soon. <laughs> And you know the color, and I'm looking at at the lava here, and that color of that is the color of jujube, right? Mm-hmm. In there, I I have a door guardian at at home, a Chinese one, Guanggong, uh-huh. and his face is the color, and this is the way it's typically described. He has the uh, a face the color of jujube, and it, oh, really? it yes, and uh-huh. that's always used. It's oh, that the Chinese that phrase. Like red, yeah, and uh-huh. and it's exactly that red. It's perfect. Yeah. So you handed me a jujube earlier, and I immediately put it in my mouth. I'm not sure what I was thinking. I think. I was starving said, or something. And you don't said, no, no. Do don't do that. <laughs> well, you go ahead and explain why. Yeah, yeah, because please. it's not cooked. Yeah, it's a, you need to be um, hydrated first. <laughs> you know, and then cooked it. You know, it's too hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, that it says a slow cooking. That means you have to cook it slow. Right, right. <laughs> Slowly. But last year, we brought some items for you that looked like the jujube, which we were eating. Uh, were they dates? Uh, they were dates. I right. think I was fooled into yeah. thinking that, so I it, immediately... It, it, it's a small, wrinkled item. Well, surely, eat it. Well, <laughs> but, um, but you can uh, candy candy the um, the jujube. Yeah. So, so that and, would be... And of course, edible. now, some people growing up in America in the 50s and 60s will remember the candy jujubes. Oh. oh. That, but that's real candy, right? Yes, that's just oh. candy, right. Oh. And I didn't know until recently that it actually was an imitation of something real, the jujube from China. <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, I yes. learned something today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think good connections. Do you remember, uh, I think it's red maybe? Yeah, yeah. I have a vague candy memory of yeah, okay. that. Yeah. And, and that's right. It would have... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look these up. And you, you listeners look it up too and you can telepathically tell us what they right. look like. Yeah. <laughs> that ingredient, uh, jujube, can be bought in the local Asian grocery store. But all these other things, the walnuts and... Uh, anywhere. Uh, yeah, it can be bought anywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think... Right. So what is the most key ingredient to this, to the lava, do you think, that makes it... Is it the mixtures or the, the glutinous rice? Yep. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah. We were talking sticky rice. Sticky yeah. rice. It- <laughs> yeah, that's the base. Then you add things in there. Right. So to make it porridge or congee. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I think it might be time for us and our listeners to eat laba. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for a long time, and it's. I think we're going to play some a Chinese New Year music, and then later we'll have we'll play a song that is accidentally, I think, about laba. But we'll okay. start with some Chinese New Year oh. music. Oh, I look forward to it. Great. Here we go.
We're enjoying some music of Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year was on Monday, but the celebration of Chinese New Year continues. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, by the way. This is Mike, Amy, and Carol are eating laba in the laboratory, and uh, and enjoying it very much. It's a wonderful sweet flavor, and it's the color of it is, um, gosh, a red. Is a jujube color. It's reddish, but with a bit of a milky color to it. Also, would you say? Um, right. Like, let me. Yeah. Brown. Oh, it was so good. Mm. Because if it's in that crock pot and it, uh, and it's sitting there, and all the ingredients just really do work together. So it's um it's good to have some uh, vegetarian mm. sweet soup. I mm. think this is a very strange idea for most people. The vegetarian but, sweet soup. But <laughs> that, that sticky rice aspect of it is such a part of Asian traditions yeah, in the, around the New right. Year. It just, just fills you up. Just I'm, I'm going to have to go back to it and continue consuming. Should I play but, some music and then you can go back to it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about it, though. We'll, we'll, um, now, you can make a savory version. So what would you add to make this just salt? What would you, instead of sweet... So yeah. many regional variations of it. Right. Yeah. Maybe you don't take put in the jujube. Okay. Yeah. And um, everything else could be uh, served as a savory dish. Okay. You know, walnut. Walnuts yeah. and would you put uh, another another kind of broth, or would the broth itself be savory by itself? Oh, I would assume so. Uh, yeah. I assume so, but I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I know the southern people, some southern people, but I don't know who. Would say uh, serve it savory, but I don't mm. know. yeah, mostly it's sweet. You know, it's safe to say it's usually it's uh, served sweet. Now served I'm, sweet, yeah. I'm gonna say the taboo thing. Does anyone ever add meat to this, like little bits of pork? Um, I do don't you think? know. I don't know. I really, I am culturally deprived. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I won't talk about the meat things with this dish. We'll, right. we'll stay yeah, strictly yeah. plant-oriented yeah, tonight. Yeah, plants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bamboo. Bamboo would be great in this. Mm. Yeah, right? We would oh, savory. Yeah. yeah. I assume so. Oh, that would be mm. wonderful. So la ba is the dish that we're eating, and actually um, wonderful color, like I said, uh, red, but like a deep red with a milky color and a texture. And you talked about it as a breakfast soup. Which mm. isn't something that people necessarily think of, but there is a sense of a somewhat oatmeal-like familiarity to me, <laughs> somewhat porridge-like familiarity. And also, I learned that um, most Chinese I know, most friends I know, would eat at any time. It doesn't have to wait until the 8th of the 12th yeah. lunar year anymore. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, most of the uh, Chinese festival food is uh, available any time of the year now. Right. Although I do think Buddhist communities do something special with making this or, or oh, serving okay. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I was thinking again about uh, porridge, and and it's not at all like maple, but that's how I get through the winter. Oh, and if okay. I had. <laughs> maple, there you go. <laughs> that's a, hard to find around here, by the way. But hmm. do you know maple? Do you know what maple is, Amy? Mm-mm. Maple is just, it, it's like this wonderful, again, along with the jujube from the 50s and 60s, we all grew up with maple. It's kind of an oatmeal. Oh. Is it a maple flavored? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's yeah. just maple. Really? Maple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but these these comfort foods, and this is this is certainly in that, that category. 
Well, I didn't mean to discredit your story about the Buddha. I was thinking this sounds very Chinese. I was wondering if the Chinese it, made it up. <laughs> I'm it, sorry. Well, there's there are so many stories about its origins, and there's another one too about a destitute mother who um, had an unfilial son, and supposedly she goes out wandering around, and neighbors feed her oh. various items like this that all. Pulled mm-hmm. together to make a laba, so so. Uh, grateful son, huh? Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I no, didn't know oh, that. Yeah, an unfilial son. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Got to watch out for them. Oh yeah, so. definitely. Well, this is Pandora's lunchbox. We're talking. There's so many things to talk about when it comes to uh, Chinese New Year and the connections between things. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed talking about laba and eating laba, <laughs> and I think now we're going to need to hear a tune about laba. This actually is a tune, although it is about Laba, I think that the artist performing it didn't realize it at the time. (laughs) I don't think they did. This was recorded in 1955. This is Dolly Cooper, and it's called A Laba. Oh, let's hear it. And I should mention that I tried to pass it off as a song about Hale Bop, the comet, about 10 years ago, and nobody challenged me, so I'm going to try to get away with this one, too. So here we go. This is Dolly Cooper and A Laba. Is here. Can you take a moment to uh, talk about a laba? Can you? Uh, sorry to uh, surprise you with uh, 
Yes, but Arwolf is here. He's ready to help us face the music. But in the meantime... Uh, I didn't expect this at all. Oh, hope that's okay. Um, a la ba. What yeah, is a la ba? We're going to have to do a whole 30 minutes sometime of, of ba tunes. Um, but this, yeah, a la ba, a uh, traditional New Orleans uh, piece of music that was co-opted by George M. Cohan and turned into, into a recruitment engine for the war to end all wars, the First oh, World wow. War, wow. over there. But it was originally a la ba. And if you listen around to a lot of uh, traditional New Orleans jazz, uh, there's plenty of versions of a la ba around. So that fits right in with what you're doing here, and I, I just wanted you to thank you. I wanted to thank you for having the the brain that you have. <laughs> you have the most amazing brain I thank think you. any of us have ever met. Oh, thank you. I, I'm happy to have met your brain too, Arwolf, and and all these many these wonderful brains. You know, we're just a, a great community of brains. Aren't we? So we're steaming. We're yes. a steaming community of brains. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> East meets west. East meets west. Yeah, yeah. we got that. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, boy, that, this has been a lot of fun. I, thank you for sharing the annual Chinese New Year show with me. It's uh, always a treat. Carol Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Again. We, we have to say Happy New Year. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, wishing you strike it rich. Right. Uh, strike it rich. Chinese New Year. <laughs> exactly. Great. Yeah. We need it this year. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Keyword. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, before we go, something completely unrelated, just a quick left field thing. Uh, there's a story about Taco Bell and the Taco Bell Chihuahua and a couple oh. of guys from Grand Rapids. Let's see if I can tell this story as quickly as possible and get on to face the music, but uh, this is from the AM Law Daily website. The Taco Bell Chihuahua litigation has had an ugly history, littered with defeats for the fast food giant, disqualified law firms, and tens of millions in damages payments. It perhaps reached its final chapter Friday when a unanimous three-judge federal appeals panel ruled that Taco Bell could not pawn off $42 million in damages on its former advertising agency. Two men from Grand Rapids accused Taco Bell of stealing their psycho chihuahua image after consulting with them about a possible advertising deal in 1996. Taco Bell eventually used a similar chihuahua theme developed by that ad agency for a 1997 pitch, despite internal concerns from at least one Taco Bell exec that the campaigns were so similar, Taco Bell would be exposing itself to lawsuits. And on and on we go. I I don't don't have time to tell the whole story, but (laughs) a couple of Grand Rapids guys are doing very well in today's economy. Uh, They've won a $42 $42 million award for coming up with the Psycho Chihuahua. So if you've got a psycho animal, uh, a psycho banana slug or whatever you might come up with, you know, it could you could strike it rich. You could. You could strike it rich. <laughs> this is Anything's true. possible. Anything is possible. Well, thank you for tuning in to Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Next week, it's Haggis and Burns Day, Scottish uh, uh, National Day. And we're going to close out with Sugar Sugar by Wilson Pickett. Oh. Coming up in a moment, Pandora's Lunchbox turns over to our wolf, who will help you to face the music. Thank you for tuning in.
This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. We're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement broadcasting from the campus of the University of Michigan. Experimental radio run by students with lots and lots of community involvement. We'd like to remind you that the world is full of insane criminals and everybody's ripping each other off. It's time to face the music. <laughs> 